This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the National Institute of Standards and Technology is updating cybersecurity standards. A U.S. Fish and Wildlife employee gets caught lying about PPP loans. And the Army struggles further to meet its recruitment goals. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, July 21st, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The National Institute of Standards and Technology is updating critical cybersecurity standards. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. NIST is seeking public input before it makes changes to the Special Publication for Protecting Controlled Unclassified Information in Non-Federal Systems. Those are the standards that form the basis of requirements in the Pentagon's Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, the CMMC program. Other federal agencies also require their contractors to follow the NIST cybersecurity controls. The Commerce Agency is accepting comments on what it could change about those standards through mid-September. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Postal Service is setting a higher bar for electrification of its vehicle fleet. USPS says it will now buy 25,000 electric vehicles through its 10-year next-generation fleet contract with Oshkosh Defense. That's half of its total order under the contract. USPS also expects to buy more than 34,000 commercial off-the-shelf vehicles over a two-year period. Of the more than 84,000 total vehicles USPS expects to purchase, at least 40% of them will be electric. It's a tough time to be an Army recruiter. With just a little more than two months left in the fiscal year, the Army is only about halfway toward meeting its recruiting goal for 2022. Officials say that's largely because of the tight labor market that's also hitting private employers. But it's likely to mean a smaller active-duty Army in the near term. In their 2023 budget, officials had already lowered their end-strength goal from 485,000 soldiers to 473,000. Now officials say they'll be lucky to keep 455,000 in the force. The Veterans Affairs Department scraps plans for its last electronic health record launch in fiscal 2022. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough says the agency is postponing the go-live of its new Oracle Cerner EHR in Boise, Idaho on July 23rd as planned. That was a decision made by the project team in consultation with all of our expertise at VHA. VA officials tell the Senate VA committee that the EHR is not yet ready for deployment at larger, more complex facilities because of system stability issues. The EHR has suffered 24 outages and 48 degradation events since the first go-live in October 2020. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. More Coast Guard employees will now be able to get tuition assistance. The Coast Guard is expanding its tuition policy to include civilian employees for the first time since 2013. Employees can get up to $45,000 each for career-related degrees or certifications. Those include a first or second associate degree or a bachelor's or master's degree. The program will pay costs up front, so there will be no need for reimbursements. To use the program, civilian employees must remain employed with the Coast Guard for one full month for each credit hour. 
Agencies just might want to consider lessons learned from the pandemic in upcoming office space plans. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. Agencies have until December 16th to tell the Office of Management and Budget how much office space they'll need in the future. The upcoming capital plans for agencies will cover fiscal years 2024 through 2028. OMB tells agencies their plans must align with the White House budget request and reflect changes to telework and hybrid work as a result of the pandemic. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. A federal advisory committee at the Agriculture Department will soon share some updates on its upcoming priorities. At a meeting open to the public, the committee plans to provide more details about USDA's goals for its new Equity Commission. The commission was established as part of the White House's efforts to boost equity across the federal workforce. Registration for the public meeting is open until August 4th, and the committee will hold the seminar virtually on August 5th. An investigation finds a U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service employee got COVID relief funds using false documents then gave incorrect information to the Inspector General's office. The Interior Department's IG office discovered the employee's partner applied for Paycheck Protection Program loans on her behalf based on her income from a travel business and driving for Uber. But the employee tells the IG's office she did not generate any clients for the travel business and never drove for Uber. The employee repaid the PPP loans in full after investigators first spoke to her. Critical federal IT systems would be subject to penetration testing requirements under new legislation in the House. California Democrat Eric Swalwell's bill would also have agencies report to Congress on their protective cyber methods, such as continuous network monitoring. The legislation also taps the new White House cyber director to smooth over any conflicts arising from overlapping agency authorities. Swalwell's bill was referred to the Committee on Oversight and Reform, as well as the Armed Services Committee. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.